What's up, guys? This is Sam Taggart with the DDD Podcast. We're here at Door to Door Con, and I just bumped into a really interesting guest today. We got Sean Rex, who is the former uh, junior legal counsel at Vivint, which was the largest door to door company, multi billion dollars. He was there for how many years were you at Vivint? Ooh, 17 years. 17 years. So I personally know Sean. Why? Because I'd be in his office and he'd be like, Sam, you realize that you can't do this and this. And he was the guy in the training videos. It's like, Hey guys, I hate to be the bore, the bearer of bad news, and I hate to be the boring guy on the training videos, but here's what you can and can't do in door to door based on the laws and restrictions. And what's cool is he opened up cities. So like, you know, when a city shuts you down and says no more soliciting, no knock ordinances, can't get permits here. Sean was a dude that went into battle and said, I will sue, fight, go into litigation to open up cities. Like most door to door companies, one, don't have a department sophisticated to even think about that. Two, most order companies probably just break the rules and don't even know what the rules are. And three, these are people like Sean that said, okay, let's figure out the rules to play by the rules and continue to fight to betterment of the door-to-door space. So super excited to have Sean on the show. Yeah, thank and, you. Uh, yeah, welcome to Door-to-DoorCon. Yeah, thank you. And you know, I love supporting door-to-door sales because that's how I started my career, is I knocked doors, managed offices, before going to law school, when I became an attorney, I actually took a pay cut because, you know, knocking doors is so lucrative. So I've always got a soft spot in my heart for the the door knockers and supporting door-to-door teams. I love it. Which is super important because like most of the legal side, they come from like, oh, you guys are terrible. You're trying to break rules. Most salespeople are rule breakers, kind of like, how do we manipulate things to our favor? So it's fun to have legal side that is a little bit understanding and empathetic to the door side too. You know sure, I mean? sure. Yeah, I think it makes a difference um, understanding what door knockers are going throughout in the market. So give us a couple examples of cities or ordinances yeah. that you've seen, yeah, that are just wild. Sure, so uh, I mean, it all started back in Wyoming, funny enough, Green River, Wyoming, back in the 1930s was on the rail line and door knockers would get off to sell brushes and brooms and other things, the Fuller Brush Company. And they have shift workers that worked in Green River because it's a mining town. And they, they passed an ordinance that stated that solicitation without invitation, so if you're not invited to the home, is prohibited. And it was challenged in federal court and they won. Wow. And it was challenged again in the 1950s in state court and they won. And after that, cities across America, tons, hundreds of cities adopted the Green River Ordinance. But guess what? Green River, Wyoming now allows door-to-door. Why? Because we went and challenged them. We didn't file a lawsuit, but under a constitutional argument. And uh, we've, we've had success. Hundreds of cities across the U.S. have either changed their laws or chosen not to enforce their, their no solicitation ordinances. Guys, you realize so. like opening up cities this guy has done not just for Vivint but for everyone it's like they can't just like okay we'll make this one exception like if they're going to allow knocking he's like opened up to say let me change your perspective that you've had a rule that made no sense since the 30s that's exactly right I'm telling you if there's anybody that's made waves an actual like meaningful impact it's Vivint's legal counsel like they, they how much money do you think they put into each year alone just dealing with permit cities Oh, I mean, they, they try to always be by the book and, and licensed properly. I, I don't know the figure, but it's it's a big number, a yeah. huge number. Yeah. Um, so let's just talk some kind of interesting stories around cities that maybe you've seen 
just weird. You're like, yeah, oh my gosh, sure, there's this one time sure. that this one city, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's cities like Benbrook, Texas. Okay. Benbrook's a suburb of Dallas-Fort Worth area. It's closer to Fort Worth. And, you know, one of the requirements they have in Benbrook is if you want to knock doors, you got to wear an orange safety vest. <laughs> like, no one's wearing an orange safety vest in Benbrook. Yeah, yeah. But that's a weird requirement there. Portsmouth, uh, Virginia, $500 per rep to get licensed. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Some cities have $100 per day per rep. That's bananas. And so we can go challenge those. And, uh, and, and you know, the fees have to be reasonable. The hours have to be reasonable. A 5 p.m. curfew, that's Makes not no constitutional. Sense. So when you say constitutional, explain what that means. Like, yeah. So-, so the First Amendment of the Constitution protects speech, right? You've all heard that freedom of speech. And commercial speech is one of the types of speech that's protected. Now, it's not as protected as like religious or political type speech, but it's still protected. So you can regulate commercial speech, but you can't prohibit it. And that's what a lot of cities have tried to do. Think about that. Commercial speech you can regulate, but you can't prohibit it. So what that means is it's like, hey, if you were to go solicit, you can't say things like... Or if we catch you hearing, or we hear the, yeah, right? Yeah, you can put in place like you need to register yeah, or you need to have a license on you or you can only knock between 8 a.m. and 9 p.m. That's reasonable, but you can't say 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's, that's ridiculous. When everyone's at work, that yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. So what's so cool is our industry is protected by the constitution. And so what happens is customers that don't understand this they might try to play on the game of like, you can't be doing this. You're like, what, talking to humans? Like, we have a freedom of speech. Um, obviously, there's, you want to have your license and have all the things in order before yeah. you have a little bit of a backbone on that. And you don't want to go into it and be like, F you, screw you, and get into a debate. But knowing your rights as a door-to-door solicitor is so important. That, that's right. I mean, and also knowing what the laws are, right? If you knock on a door that has a no soliciting sign, you're trespassing. So there, there's there's uh, there's steps homeowners can take if they don't want a door knocker. But if they don't have that, you're licensed. Do you have every right? You're a licensee. You can go knock that door and make that sell. Love that. It's so, a time-honored tradition. It's a, it's a great way to consult with consumers. And, and I love it. That's how I started my career. It's I love knocking doors. Love that. Love yeah. that. So you dealt also with a little bit of the litigation when it came to stipulated judgments, advances. Uh, Did you deal with all that kind of stuff too? So another problem that we deal with in this industry is sign-on bonuses, reps leaving, or commissions not getting paid and reps suing companies. What are some like things to be aware of when they're signing rep agreements and kind of doing that kind of stuff that most reps don't fully understand when they go into into a deal? Yeah, that's... Read your agreement. You know, there's two sides to this, right? There's the company side and there's the rep side. Because you've seen a lot of emotions on both sides happen. And you're like, that's why we have agreements. Yeah, that's right. Um, And so the advice there is just, look, read what your agreement says. Abide by your covenants. And if you get into any issues, call me, right? So, uh, you know, we I can put you in contact with people where I can help with that. That's that. But the the advice is, is just know what you're getting into. There's some things like non-compete clauses, they're tough to enforce. You know, in yeah. some states, they're not even legal like California. Um, the FTC right now today is proposing to ban non-compete clauses 
across, across the, the entire entire country, but for like some exceptions. So the, the advice there is just know what you're getting into, read your agreements, don't just sign on the dotted line, which yeah. look, you may be doing sales and you expect customers to do that, but when you're signing your rep agreement, read it. Yeah. And if you have any questions about it, there's resources that you can reach out to. Yeah, have an attorney look at your yeah. agreements before you sign them. Yeah. I've seen people obviously like get pinged for non-solicitation of reps, like they take oh, a yeah. team. That's forcible, right? 100%. So guys, if you're like, I signed an agreement saying if I leave and take reps with me, there is liquidated damages. There could be liquidated damages or other damages. I have enforced those provisions yeah. uh, myself on behalf of companies. They're totally enforceable. Um, that doesn't mean you can't go work for someone else, but you can't take the Rolodex of information you had there and try to get entire teams to go with you. So just do it the right way. There's there's good ways to go about it. And if you have any questions, like Sam said, you know, there's legal resources you can reach out to. Love that. So now you've kind of shifted into Gab Wireless, seen other different like yeah. ventures, now exploring other things. You know what I mean? Like you're you've opened your eyes to a lot, but obviously you went super hard focused into one thing. Um, what advice would you give the industry being now that, now that you've been in it for 20 plus years, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I again, I'll just restate. I love the industry and I've seen tons of issues. I've seen issues with deceptive sales practices. I've seen issues with regulators and investigations. And the advice is, is just, just do it the right way. Um, you don't have to cheat or, or skip corners or cut corners to get ahead. Um, be upfront, talk about the three-day ride of rescission, yeah. you know, talk about what the terms are with customers, um, do it the right way. And it's not, it's not going to lose you any sales, but it's going to keep you out of trouble. Love that. Love that. Thank yeah. you so much for being hey, on the show. Thanks guys. for having me. Guys, Sean Ricks, you showed your best. Appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Uh,